can a powerhouse woman under pressure tune into her pleasure? Can you be sharp in the boardroom and soft in the bedroom? Welcome to the Leader and Lover podcast. I'm your host, Cherise Spigner. We will take a journey and explore all aspects of Black women and having it all. We'll talk about relationship, career, status, religion, spirituality, love, and sex, all the things that contribute to the total us. So please join us as we take the journey on the Leader and Lover podcast, because girl, you definitely can have it all. Hello, everyone. I am back for episode two of the Leader and Lover podcast. I am Cherie Spigner, your host. And here at Leader and Lover, we discuss all things I believe are included in having it all. Today's topic is relationships. I know we all have some thought about relationship. We've definitely all had some experience with relationship, if nothing else. So, do you believe that relationships define you? Do you think that women who have great relationships, at least those that look like they're great on the outside, do you believe that they have it all? Well, we're going to talk a little bit about my story. (laughs) How often have we held on to a relationship because of some reason other than love? Me, several times. So as I've mentioned before, I am definitely a survivor of physical and emotional abuse in a relationship. Unfortunately, my ex-husband, although he gave me two beautiful daughters, was abusive. And as a young person, you try to figure out, wow, this person is supposed to love me, but yet they're treating me this way. Of late, I've had a lot of time to think about that relationship. And there's so many times that we have these conversations about women that survive abuse, and we talk about they must have not been confident. They talk about they must have had the steam issues. And when I look back on it, look, I was 19, I think, when I met my ex-husband, who was seven years my senior, and I kind of thought I was doing it. I had met this handsome guy, and he had a job, and it was my first time having my own apartment, and I was able to play grown-up, so to speak, and had sex. It was the first time I had an orgasm, and let me tell you, I was hooked. So I wouldn't say that I had an esteem issue because my parents doted on me. They poured into me. They gave me every opportunity for everything I needed. But what they didn't do is really prepare me. I think I had a lot of naivete. I grew up in a very religious household. My mother was a Jehovah's Witness. My grandmother was holiness. So there just was no conversation around relationship and sex and orgasms and what happens when you have them, the electrifying feeling that you feel. And I just wasn't prepared. I wasn't prepared emotionally at all. I think I was always mature. So I was prepared from that perspective. But emotionally, I was not. Not to mention, pretty early on in that relationship, I ended up getting pregnant and having a baby. So A, I did not want to grow up in a single parent family like my mother had raised me in. B, I did not want the stigma. There's so much stigma attached to single parents, especially society makes Black people think that that's all we can do is be single parents. And I did not want to be that statistic. I didn't want to be that girl. And I saw my mother raise me by myself. And even though my father was around, I definitely understand that it was challenging. And who wants that? Shoot, I wanted to be married. I wanted to be in a relationship. I wanted to have my daughter be in a two-parent family. And that was what my preference was. 
So let's learn, folks. Like, let's not tag our sisters with esteem issues and with lack of confidence. Let's create a space where people can just have conversations about what they feel, because whether it's they're just attached emotionally and may not have the skill to manage that, or if they're just intimately attached, the physical aspect of it, or if they just want to have their spouse in the household because they don't want their children to grow up a certain way. Let's give people space to do that and not tag them with something. As I grew up, obviously having children definitely dictated the type of men I dated. I dated men who could provide because I could not have just anybody around my children. And I aspired to have my children have access to the best, right? So that's the type of men that I dated. I had a very long relationship with a very successful attorney. And boy, that relationship, although we are great friends, is an amazing person. It just never was healthy. I held on to it for way too long, way too long. For multiple reasons. One, there was a status piece. So how many of us have been guilty of staying in something because of what it looks like, whether that's job, whether that's friendship, whether that's relationship, just for what it looks like. It either gets me in a certain circle or it gets me amongst a certain people or what have you. Well, for me, it made me look like I had a great guy. Even though I was a single parent with two children, I had a successful person and I kind of had a power couple, if you will. It also got me in rooms with other couples that I aspired to be like and people that I wanted to be around. I mean, I grew and I don't regret that decision at all, but let's be real. I knew it was not going to lead to marriage, which is what I ultimately wanted. And when I sat back and did my healing work, I just recognized multiple things. One, again, I really hadn't been prepared for relationship because I lived in a single parent family. So I had not, other than my grandparents who were very traditional, I had not seen or been in the home with what those relationships looked like. I was in a very female dominated household and that's the only skill I really had. I don't even know that I knew how to have a successful relationship at that particular point in time. Two, again, I was raised very religiously, a kind of conservative approach to relationship you know, I think that that impacted me. And three, I had a father that I loved to death, but my father was a womanizer. Love him, but he was a womanizer. And what that taught me was that infidelity was okay and lying was okay because I loved him. I excused that. So in my therapy, I had to learn that, no, mm -mm, I can love him without loving his behavior. And same with my relationship. I love him to death. But obviously, I did not love his behavior. But I had to separate those things. And that took some deep inner work to get there. And I also had to be honest with myself with monetarily, what that person brought to the table monetarily and how that benefited me. So you know what I needed to do? I needed to go back to school. I needed to finish my undergrad. I needed to get my graduate degree because I needed to put myself in a position where I would always have and be whole financially and never have to worry about being with someone because of finances. Many of us are in that situation where we're just at a disadvantage. Either we come into the relationship with children, we have goals that we want to accomplish, and we may need someone financially to support us through those things. So I have no problem just understanding and knowing that there was a piece of that, although I love the person, but there just was a piece of that too. So are we being honest with ourselves about relationships, ladies? And then when you think about career now, so now I have positioned myself, I'm an executive, I have climbed a corporate ladder. Now we've got to think about like how that 
balance or what kind of balance we bring to relationships now that we have that success. I was in a recent relationship with someone who was also successful. And it's like our house was a little too little for both of our success. It felt like I allowed him to be who he was, but he was somewhat threatened and felt in competition with me and who I was. So ladies, how do we be that strong woman in the boardroom, but a real passionate, fierce lover in the bedroom? And we can drop that executive title off at the door and just be whatever our man needs us to be at home, whether we need to work on exercising and doing that ourselves, or we need to make sure that the man does not perceive us as being masculine or as still needing to be the boss at home, because that's a whole nother dynamic. And, you know, I know for me, I've been in a relationship where men have felt like because of my position that they don't need to take care of me because they don't think that I'm soft or they don't think that I'm needy. And when I say needy, I mean in a very healthy way. But you know what? If we do the work, if we believe that that relationship is out there, it will come because I am lavishing in the most beautiful, authentic, honest, trusting, loving relationship with one of the finest men that has ever crossed my path. <laughs> so they do exist, but he's confident. He's an entrepreneur and he's confident in his own space. He is humble enough to let me shine. He knows that even unspoken, my expectation is that he will honor and cherish me. And he does that financially. He is a provider, but there's so much that we can do together to build the legacy that we want to build. So just being able to just take a look at every stop on the relationship journey that I've been on and to make adjustments each time, to want something better each time, to learn from the last relationship, to tweak myself, to be accountable for my part in the relationship, to approach relationships and understanding not only what I did to impact the last relationship I have, but what I need to do to be better, to positively impact the next relationship. And then to be able to have a conversation about what I want communicate what I desire. If I want to get married, let's talk about that. Because if you don't, we shouldn't date, at least not seriously, right? So, you know, it's just all those things that I have learned on my relationship journey. And we at Leader and Lover Podcast are fortunate enough to have relationship experts. And the twist will be, they will bring their spouses on the show to talk about relationship and love and their journeys. And they definitely look like they have it all, but we'll just go behind the curtains a little bit and talk about that. And then we will talk about relationships from the clinical perspective. So we've got some great guests in store for you. So please, 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 please stay tuned with the Leader in Love podcast as we continue on this journey of having it all, because yes, we can. <laughs> 